You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everyone. Chunks and a hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week I'm your chunk. I'm Doge, and you know, hope is a mistake. If you can't fix what's broken, you'll uh, you'll go chunk. <laughs> I loved that. And I'm Carter, and what a hunk! What a lovely hunk! <laughs> I really I thought wish, one of I, you was going to do, I had a baby brother. He was hunky in every way. Yeah. I really <laughs> I had a baby funny. brother. <laughs> Carter, I wish you would have read the stage direction before your quote. Are you reading that? In the midst of a massive violent sandstorm, <laughs> yeah. after witnessing his fellow war boys sucked off the war rig into a vortex. Phenomenal. That's powerful. Hey, why are you the hunk? I'm the hunk. Because in 2015, wow. I saw a movie... With the two of you. This was seven years ago. Uh, I saw this very movie with both of you before. We went on a Saturday Saturday morning at like 10 a.m. Do you remember Phenomenal. that? Like this was like a, such a grandpa showing of this movie. Phenomenal. I had breakfast in the theater. Yep. Phenomenal. And what got you guys, y'all would have seen this regardless. I know, I grew up on like George Miller Mad Max. Mm. And I wasn't sure if y'all had. But I was, was I, did I invite y'all or did we just all say, let's all see it together? So my memory of it is this was a movie that we saw a trailer for when we saw, I believe, one of the Hobbits together. Mm, And all three of us were just like, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, let's go see that. We'll talk about the tinglys that gave me in more detail later. But (laughs) different kind of tinglys. (laughs) The the Hobbit? We were at, no, we were at Alamo Drafthouse, which is our favorite spot. Shout I think out. that might have been my first time there. Oh my God. I think it was also my first time there. Oh my God. Shout out Alamo Draft House. They have themed menus. Now they're yes. slowly working this back, understandably. I would imagine one of the first budget cuts when theaters are just kind of is, is fancy. Oh, I, got a, I got a theme menu for Spider Man No Way Home. I'm saying, like, but that's the. So top. Just pay attention, dude. It used yeah. to be that okay, it yeah. was like half the new movies you saw had some kind of theme menu. That's true. Right? That's true. So we're going and there's something called Mother's Milk. And I say, <clears throat> I say, oh, that's nice. I believe it was some kind of alcoholic drink with some creamy component. It was and like a like, spiked milkshake. I spiked think. milkshake. And I'm like, oh, yeah. amazing. I'll have Mother's Milk, please. And I, liked <laughs> to, I, like, I wanted to order this before the movie began so that I would not have the crouching tiger like going in front of me <laughs> to like put up the <laughs> mug or whatever. I far as, prefer the hidden dragon approach. As, yeah, as, yeah. as, as if I would have even noticed anything happening because my eyes are glued completely on the sandscape of Fury Road. Anyways, I'm sipping through this. I even recall wiping some off my chin, maybe my neck. I might have missed at one point. <laughs> and there's a scene that comes up to where Mother's Milk is revealed. The wonderful thing about Alamo Draft House menus, themed menus, is that they get pre-screening. So they get to do these fun things that are on theme with the experience you're about to have. Even on like day two, day one, like the menus are there too. What a fun job that would be to come up with. I think we would kill that, by the way. Yeah, that would be so fun. 
I think here we, really here we had mother's milk and it shows us the scene of mother's milk. And I have mother's milk in my mouth at the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I just had, I, these two, I guess, being their first Alamo Draft House experience, knew that I was ordering this. Everyone knew that I had mother's milk and it's in my mouth. And it was, it was <laughs> visceral. <laughs> it was a visceral experience. Uh, I did I remember it. just slow looking at you. That's all I <laughs> Just a yeah. slow head turn of like, oh no. Oh wow, Carter. I, I, yeah, I do remember finishing it, but it might not have been as quickly as I had hoped before. It tasted different after that, sure. Thing. Yeah, you but changed, not the drink. This was a special moment for us to see this together. And the last I think time I'll never forget that. I think I'll never forget that for my whole life. Same. I can't believe it's the last time you saw it. We'll get into that here in just a second. Um, yeah. we, we've got, I'm sure, lots of stories about this movie viewing experience. Um, but before we do that, we should probably identify the movie because nobody can tell from this opening what it is for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're continuing. This is our second installment of our Five for Fighting. <laughs> uh, and we're going uh, to round out this uh, second fifth. Mad Max, oh, I'm sorry, with a movie known as Mad, Mad Max, Max Fury, Fury Road. Road. Uh, this fits into our international action film franchise due to being an Australian film. But before we talk about it any further, I do need for Doge to give us a synopsis. This week's IMDb synopsis comes to us from Say our it. very own Say road it. warrior, Say Nick it. Reganis. I knew it. Oh. I knew it. He's got to review this one. I mean, the king synopsify has returned. <laughs> After a narrow escape in the barren deserts of the dystopian wasteland, the solitary post-apocalyptic survivor, Max Rokotansky, struggles to stay one step ahead from the water-controlling overlord Immortant Joe's marauding gangs, the Wild Boys. However, Max will soon cross paths with one of Joe's elite lieutenants, the fearless warrior Imperator Furiosa, who has just fled the Citadel in her heavily armored war rig truck, absconding with an irreplaceable quintet of wives. Now the powerful tyrant and his hordes of delusional zealots are after the unlikely team of Max and Furiosa. However, before the unforgiving wasteland's deadly immensity... Wow! Before the unforgiving wasteland's deadly immensity... Who has what it takes to survive? Nick. Flex on him, Reganis. Powerful. Good grief. Mercy me. Powerful. Phenomenal. I just want to be his best friend. It's all I want, Nick. Rockatansky. Rockatansky, even. Yeah, what a name. Not since the days of, uh, what was it that we watched with Idris Elba? Like, oh, Pacific Rim. <clears throat> Have oh, names yeah. been so en point. Exactly. En point. This movie holds a very special place in my heart for two reasons. Number one, we saw it together, and it was a movie we were incredibly stoked about. Yeah. Always a good time to walk in just and it lived knowing up. it's going to be awesome. And it lived up. That's walk in part. knowing it's going to be awesome, and, and it then it up. is And exceeds awesome. even. Um, yeah. And then also, I don't know if you guys remember this, Callie left for Pine Cove, uh, which is a camp around here, to go be a counselor that morning. I said bye. I went, woke up, oh, got really? coffee with her, and then she left to go be a counselor. And I announced to you boys when, we sh- when Carter showed up for us to drive together that Operation Engagement Ring had begun. So I was saving up oh, secretly, yeah. saving up for an engagement ring that summer while she was Phenomenal. gone. And I that was the about day that. it began. So that was Mad Max Fury Phenomenal. Road was my last entertainment purchase for Dude. the like two months that she was gone. 
Phenomenal. I guess this was probably my last, if it was that, I didn't remember what time this came out. That was probably my last time hanging out with you guys before I moved to Washington that summer. Yeah, you moved pretty pretty soon after that. Yeah. Uh, so this was a very special day for, wow. for us. Look um, at that. I If someone came to me and said, hey, I've never seen movies. Can you give me the crash course? Like what about them is so awesome? Like what's so great? So would you show this to an alien? If I had, yeah, essentially that's what I'm saying. If I had to pick five movies that encompass, like if I had to pick like a really like in, like powerful moving movie that really like stirs the emotions. And then if I had to pick like a great Green comedy book, and then I had to pick, you know, like if I had to pick these highlight movies, Mad Max Fury Road, this is my, this is everything good about action movies. Yeah. It's everything good. It's it's loud. It's intense. It's thrilling. It's beautiful to look at. It sounds mm-hmm. incredible. Like this movie doesn't miss. This is this is probably a top ten all time movie for me. It is certainly yeah. for me. Yeah. I at the time this came out, I had when when that movie was announced was around the time that I just got the bug that I definitely get to. I had the itch. I got to scratch now on a weekly basis with two chunks and a hunk. But I've, I had dabbled in like movie blogs before. Oh, yeah. And I had a blog called Let's Be Real, R-E-E-L, for all you yeah, creatives out there. Yeah, I remember this. And wrote about this because I, my experience with this, I grew up on Mel Gibson, another Aussie, uh, Mad Max, and then Road Warrior, and then Thunderdome. Like it's... These were always these really weird, almost grindhousey yeah. type movies. This is a Mel Gibson introduction. I looked this up. He was 22, 23 wow. when wow. the first Mad Max came out. And he's he's kind of a George Miller product. Miller found this kid and was like, I want you to play this role. And ever since then, really, I would attribute Mad Max to Mel Gibson in Hollywood being locked in for the unstable character. He's always... <laughs> yeah. For legitimately, yeah. if he's not like popping his own shoulder back back in and lethal weapon, getting gutted and screaming in Braveheart, he has he's talking to a puppet. He's talking through a puppet, right? It's just right. like the man yeah. is unhinged, and it was perfect for this setting. I remember seeing a review, and this is in the midst of Avengers First Peak. Yeah, yeah. Seeing a review that said from multiple top critics, greatest action movie of all time, hmm. and I says. I mean, what if, right? And I have this optimism that I'm like, but what if it is? And it's Rotten Tomatoes critic score was just wild. And to me, I feel like one of the only people in my group of friends that knew anything about Mad Max. It didn't matter as a franchise film. Yes, we touch on it a bit in the script, but I could not believe that this was championed and that this made the kind of money that it did. And that this won six Academy Awards, nominated for 10. I could not believe it. And I would say- I would agree with those critics. And I know we poo-pooed on some critics sure. just a couple of weeks ago. I would say this is the great, my favorite action movie of all time. Yeah. Wow. And I think it's really hard to argue, to be honest. I think yeah. it'll take a while for you to change my mind. But I, I could not believe. And I, I want to, I know I've taken up a lot of time early. I want to no, do my super fine. dump. I, I, I want to do my super pump now. Oh, super yeah. pump. My super pump is what I'll just call vision. George Miller, there are so much wonderful stories, even from his leads of being like, I wasn't sure, right? I wasn't yeah. sure. And George Miller isn't just hitting home runs. He ends up being a, he's not a, he's not even like a Stanley Kubrick 
You know, he's just doing these things that are absolutely wild. You just know he's going to have a vibe. He feels, he's like Guy Ritchie. He feels, all Guy yeah. Ritchie movies feel the same. For Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron to come back later after seeing the first screening and yeah. say, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. For George Miller to choose his wife to help edit this film. Yep. For him to have a cinematographer that logged over 400 hours from the jump, this man who wrote and directed this film knew exactly what he wanted to do. Yes. Yeah, this is a tour vision to a team. And he completely delivered. What, what a flex. He was not surprised. Believe yeah. that. Believe yeah. that. This movie was done and hit theaters. He's like, great, that's exactly what I was looking for. Are cool. you kidding? That's what I wanted to make. Yeah. My, his, George Miller's vision and his commitment to that. Yeah, man. And Good dude, point. it's one thing to like say, hey, let's all get together and make this vine. Let's all make this, you know, you get five of your friends to come do that. You said not only that, you said in 2015, in 2015, when a lot of people's favorite superhero is a CGI'd uh, version of like Bruce Banner, right? It's like all these things are happening. You say, we're going to have 90% of this be practical effects. Let's go to the desert. Let's crash <laughs> yeah. a bunch of cars and blow some yeah. stuff up in a desert together. What? Also props to the people to commit to this, you know, but yeah, he, I was wondering you know, that, like, how, how does he sell this to his actors? I you know, know what I mean? Like, what is the pitch? Well, like, he didn't. That, that's the problem is that Tom Hardy, well, not that he didn't, but Tom Hardy and Charlize specifically, that's what Carter was saying, had to come back around and be like, sorry for being yeah. a pill on set. You were right. Yeah. No, that's what I'm wondering. Like what, what about this made them say yes? Because obviously I, watching it finished, who wouldn't say yes? Yeah, but of like course. when somebody's like, and then they drive past the crow people in the bog, and then Tom Hardy, <laughs> Tom Hardy himself, capital T, capital H, Tom Hardy. This is when you get your fourth line of the movie, right? An hour and a half Bro, in, yeah, 100, 100. And he's even like, if you want to go back at the Mad Max franchise, if you're studying up as the actor or anybody on the crew, and you're just watching Mel Gibson and Tina Turner in a cage match. Yeah, and that's supposed to be what you're like. Oh, it's gonna be this. I understand this being iconic because it's so different, and it's yeah. like yeah, its own apocalyptic vision that nobody has really touched since, unless you you know created Borderlands. But it's right. like right, it's just like bizarre to me that he was able mm -hmm. to do this. And yeah. much yeah. of my academic life is spent researching charisma, and that's got to be what it was. How else yeah. can you get yeah. that many people? To commit, and it is sweeping, friends. It is not like we, it's not the one act play of our train movies. It's not eight people that can interact with each other. It is Helms Deep esque. Yeah. Massive, massive amounts of extras. They went ahead and credited about 95 people in this movie. Wow. I can't believe it. Someone gave him $150 million in 2015 to do an all practical effects movie in the desert. <laughs> what is so like, awesome. That's, <laughs> that's crazy so to me. sick. Because Warner Brothers would never do that today. And no one on knew the, it was good until it was done being was edited. Yeah. On the other side of the success of doing that with Mad Max, Warner Brothers has, it feels like, they put, after Mad Max, put all their eggs in the Justice League DC basket. Yeah, Just right. focused on chasing Marvel. And it's like, guys, what's going you on? You had again. this. You could have done this yeah. again. <sighs> yeah, man. It's just, look, Mad Max, its Metacritic score is 90 of course. Wow. Who, I want to meet somebody who watched this and was like, nah. Yeah, who doesn't like this? We saw the beginning of this, the first chase. I mean, I probably forgot my how big mom, of a, actually. Yeah, I forgot how big of a deal the first chase is in this yeah, movie. And sure. we'll get to that. I know Jordan will lead us through that. And I remember being like, man, I forgot they, they 
front loaded it so much. And then I, nope. <laughs> and then it never stopped. Nope. I forgot that there was so much wonderful presence. <sighs> okay, you throughout. said that. Can I super pump then? Oh, come yeah. on, here we go. Uh, I know. Yeah. Come on, here we go. He's talking again on the podcast. <laughs> Mike Ermintrout? <laughs> I was about to say there was a little Mike. He's just talking again. Just let me die, Walter. He's, just let me die, Walter. He's talking again on the podcast. <laughs> I was pretty, that's not a it's bad mic. That's not, not a bad, bad mic. Uh, oh, I was going to super pump. You were. There. Yeah. Uh, it's the continuing escalation of the action. The fact that it crescendos for the entire two-hour runtime of this movie, when the movie itself is structured pretty episodically. Yeah. It's almost like uh, for for maybe like the Odyssey where it's like, hey, here's this challenge we have to fight. Yep. Here's this challenge and now a new challenge and now a new challenge. Maybe a little bit like Xena Warrior Princess where it's like, here's the weird thing of the week. Right. Here's the weird thing it's of the like week. It's like chapter one, strapped to the hood of a car. Yeah. Chapter two, in a semi-truck. But mm-hmm. the way that each episode, each chapter is more intense than the chapter before. And not yeah. just like barely. It's like we... The the moment that it stood out to me that I realized like, oh, this is what they've been doing, like, and really started to look back and try and catalog how it was building was the the guys on the swinging poles, like right yeah, at the very end. Dude. It's like, that's the coolest thing. And they saved it for like one of the last episode, one of the last chapters of this movie. But just the way that like, okay, we know how to, it's almost video gamey where it's like, we know how to defeat the little spiky cars. So next time we're going to have spiky cars and guys with bombs. And then after that, we're going to have guys with bombs, but they're different cars this time. <laughs> and they have some motorcycles there. And it's just like- It's a boss introduce, rush, yeah. yeah the neighboring absolutely. cities are going to bring all their bosses. Yes. There is, oh it, you start the movie and you're like, oh no. And then like a minute and a half later, you're like, oh no. And like five minutes later, you're like, oh no, dude. Yeah. And like 10 minutes of my watching it, my face is just like, no, like, yeah, you just spend the whole movie. So the first full 30 minutes is an action set piece. I timed it last night. Uh, I paused it right when. Right at the beginning. So the entire first 30 minutes is a full on action set piece, culminating in Max getting in the truck with. Curiosa. Speaking of vision, there's something to be said about George Miller, his the cards in 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 like saying the the phrase of like held his cards close to his chest. His cards are made of of pure crude oil. Mm-hmm. But he like Guzzling. in that opening scene when Max is running away and hooks up on that thing, he's holding his cards though. They just get him back. In yeah. my mind, He's going before the mass of people, zip lining through all these different things. But he, yeah. Miller says not yet, right? He says, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Mm-hmm. No, it'll get crazy. Not right Just now, wait. though. Just wait. He almost that was got cool, away. Though, huh? Yeah. Let's make him a blood bag. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> there, there's, man, there's so much. There's so much I want to hit. We don't have time to hit everything. Let me super dump. Let me, let me slow us down. Oh, throw a oh, quick oh. e-break. Yeah. Um, Blow one of our engines, please. I read about why my super dump happened and I understand it and I kind of give it a little bit of a pass because it, it does make sense to me, but I don't, I still don't like it. Our day for night doesn't look very good. My super hey, dump, that's mine too. Yeah, I, it's too blue. This is it's too the blue. least convincing day oh, for I night I've the, ever seen. So here's, here's why I have a problem with it because everything else is so spectacular that this feels a little cheap. What I found out is, I mean, I knew that he had a vision for a black and white movie, but the intention, I want to watch that version. I the seen intention it. was 
always for it to only exist in black and white where these day for night shots would look fine. Yeah, yeah. There's like a the, uh, like the Chrome version. There's some Shining version Chrome, that you can yeah. watch. Yeah, Chrome version. that is black and white. Yeah, I definitely want to watch. Yeah, that. Um, but the just as as it stands in a what I would call a at least visually perfect movie. This falls short of everything else. Well, that's mine too. That I that's why Superdome as well. I've Superdumped, super pumped. I'm, I'm out. out. See you, man. I'm out. Here you go. Impress me. Entertain me. Sure. There is, Carter, you've used this word a lot recently, um, and I like it, and I don't think Australia. Any, Australia. <laughs> Max, there's no movie that it describes better than this. Frenetic. This yeah. is a frantic, ferocious movie. It yeah. begins, first of all, I've seen this movie, I think, five times, and every time I think he's peeing at the beginning. Every single time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, th- this movie, but it's not, it's not it is not endless and relentless because it has no other ideas. You know, it's not like it's just like, let's just jump from one set piece to another because this is just a showcase of cool things. It is all no. really thoughtful. Yeah. It's very, I, I, I appreciate the treatment of the female characters in this movie as having agency and having... The women do power. all the saving in this movie. Every single bit of it. Yeah. Max Max almost does, I don't want to say nothing, but like Max is along for the ride in a movie that's not about him. And I right. think that's very it's, intentional. It's the same thing as Indiana Jones in Raiders. Right. Where it's like if, if Indy never intervened, everything would happen the exact same way. Right. Mm. He has no effect yeah. on the plot. Right. And I think Max is has a, a little, little bit, more has effect, more agency yeah. than Indiana Jones. Sure. But yeah. But it's just, I think- Something I noticed this time, and this feels like something that somebody would put in IMDb trivia, but um, it's just something I noticed on my own, is like, as the movie goes on, the, uh, what do they call them? <laughs> Breeders feels terrible. The women that they have rescued from- The wives. The Morton Joe, the wives. They um, like carry themselves with a lot more confidence as the movie goes. Yeah. And they begin to like take pieces of other things and p- create these new outfits that are like, they go from sort of like scantily clad, stereotypical, like harem type characters yeah. into these like, like desert warrior looking people by the end of this movie. And it, it feels like a movie about reclaiming power in a lot of ways, yeah. both <laughs> political power, uh, military power, but also personal power, taking, taking yeah. your future into your own hands in a really cool way. Um, and I really love that. And it should tell you a lot about how fantastic this movie is that that's not even my super pump, but it's just yeah, yeah. so good. And it starts what feels like huge in any other movie. It could be a climax, this, this kidnap yeah. and escape attempt, but this is the opening lowest stakes moment of our right. movie is this, we've got him now. We're tattooing the information so that we can pull him out of a refrigerator, basically, like he's an actual blood bag, and give him to Nux, our war boy, who's having a tough go. And that, the, I think I want to take a moment and just sit in the world building of this movie. Oh, it's so good. It's perfect. My super pump was almost the people on stilts in the bog. Yeah, right. Because they're not explained at all. And they're just there. And like, I understand exactly what they're doing, who they are, why they're there. Yeah. Well, it's like we start to call, we call Max a blood bag. We get some weird Australian pseudo slang 
Schlanger. Yeah. Schlanger. We get Schlanger. We get all these names of these people. We're never shown the bullet farm. It's never like, and just so you know, it's called the bullet farm because they make the bullets here. No. That's how they shoot. But the guy, like, the the leader does have a cowl made out of bullets. Pretty awesome. Which is costume so and won cool. an Oscar. Yeah, it should yeah, have won good. an Oscar. I mean, it's just the world building. Was it here. because was it because of the gas mayor's exposed nipples? Could be that. I think Very so. Likely. I described this movie to Callie last night. We were laughing about it. I just said, Had that. she ever seen it before last yeah, night? Yeah, she had seen it. Okay. This is her second time. Uh, I told her that uh, if somebody asked me what Mad Max Fury Road was, I would describe it as uh, <laughs> a disgruntled ex cop is chased through the uh, post apocalyptic wasteland by a bunch of kinky desert Vikings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's just a bunch of it's just a bunch of desert Vikings that took a wrong turn and missed their like BDSM yeah. meetup and just Absolutely. decided to high speed chase this ex cop. Yeah. It is the the rule I mean, you know how I am with rules, but they set up this world where it's like, hey, guess what? Here's the rules. They worship engines, gasoline, bullets, and water are the three most valuable resources in this world, yeah. other than the ability to create life. Yep. Yeah. Here we go. Let's start the movie. Yeah. Who we're using a human being as an IV bag and strapping him to the front of a car. I mean, I could wa- I could hit play on this right now. I could go same. back Absolutely to my living same. room and press play. The right script now. is so sneaky, thoughtful though. It is. Like I think it took me until my third. This is probably my fourth watch. Maybe my fifth watch. And I think it took me until like halfway through my second, maybe my third watch, to be like, oh. It's more than just cars blowing up. <laughs> like I actually, like I think I knew it, like sure, yeah. subconsciously. But then, like being able to think about it and articulate, like oh, Tom Hardy's performance is really good and subtle in this. He's doing a great job portraying what Max is going through, and mm-hmm. Furiosa, Charlie's Throne is great in it. And just I don't know, it's shout out thoughtful. Nicholas Holt. He he ends up yeah. being one of the more wonderful character arcs. He in is here. spectacular <clears throat> as this unhinged. Slowly dying war boy. I, I think I think a lot about um, every time I watch it, the scene where uh, he is like freaking out because Immortan Joe looked at him. Yeah. And just like the way they set up this like idolization and worship of this man to yeah. the point where it's like, if he says, I got you once you get to Valhalla, you're getting in. Yeah. I'm going to, the silver spray in the, like the things that exist in this movie couldn't, Come from a different mind, I think. Yeah. Right. Right. And yeah, it's that kind of stuff. How do you pitch this to? Right. Yeah. There's, how do you there's, pitch this to Zoe Kravitz and be like, "Here's what I want you to do in this movie." It's very early Zoe. Yeah, it's by an the way. early. It is. Zoe. It's a. It's a baby Zoe. It's a baby uh, Elvis Presley's granddaughter. What's her name? Yeah. Riley Keo. Keo. Uh huh. And it's an even babier, actual teenager Lottie from Yellow Jackets. Dude. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. I, the whole yeah. time we were like, I recognize her. Why do I recognize her? And then we finally looked it up. And we were like, oh, look at that. Oh. The wonderful thing and the freshest thing to me, which Mad Max Fury Road is one of those that is is so frenetic and visceral that like my opinion could very easily change in a couple of seconds because I remembered something else that happened. <laughs> but um, one of the best parts of it to me is I you really can't place it anywhere else. You've already alluded to that. But you watch this movie and, and you don't get to be reminded of anything else. Right. Right? Yeah. yeah. In 2015, in 2015, it is so very purely and clearly wearing the badge of action, chase, yes. mm. violence, mm-hmm. which in themselves have so many buckets and branches in Hollywood. But I cannot tell you a single one that looks anything close. Right? Am I crazy? Yeah. No, no, no. It's no. a visual, like, it is a spectacle to behold this movie. Like, it is a 
visual treat yeah. to watch Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, it won sound mixing, editing, uh, sound editing. It won costume. It won set. It won cinematography. Sure. And there was one more. It was more. up for best picture. One. It was up for best picture. Which yeah. for a movie like this best, is insane. Best director. Yeah, which that's crazy. around that time, the Oscars were doing the whole 10 nominations for best picture. Yeah. But really the flex was, George Miller was nominated for best director and there's still only five of those. Yep. Wow. And so understandably so. Like when we talk about his vision too, and I won't get too hung up on it. I can't guarantee that. Um, <laughs> like he gets to say, because this, this was filmed chronologically. Yep. Oh, so wow. I imagine gets, because they had to blow a bunch of stuff up. Yeah, 100%. He gets to say on the storyboard, okay, this is going to start with our protagonist eating a two-headed lizard live, whole. <laughs> okay? And everybody's like, uh... Okay. Sure. Metal, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I love that the, what you said, how you described it to Callie. For me, it would be like, party picks up Hitchhiker on the way to Burning Man. Like, it was just like... Yeah. It's also so musical. Yeah. yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit in the second half for sure. Okay. It's a guarantee. I'll super dump before the ad, so maybe okay. we forget about it. Oh. Um, my super dump is, Doge, you were talking about how you really do get to pick on some of the more thoughtful themes, like the thoughtfulness of this. Mm-hmm. For me, it actually, I didn't want it to, but it helped for me to have captions on for Tom Hardy. Yeah, he's tough uh, to Oh, yeah. My super dump He's a mumbly is, guy. Is Mumble Max. And- I get it. I think he was just fully sold out to character. We spent 450 hours editing the film and nobody said, because they felt like truly it needs to be like that. There is a certain realism to it. Mm. I'm yeah. sorry that I can't enunciate Most well when my face is in actually the desert. ADR'd in this movie as well. Really? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, Super Dump was, this being my second time, there was like half of his lines that made sense to me now. <laughs> Because I feel like I didn't understand. Never, never knew a single thing he was saying when he was the blood bag on the front of the car. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my super dumb. Yeah, no, that's, that's valid. Yeah, I had a hard time understanding him too a couple of times. And it, it was, you ever have those moments where sometimes Callie will be like, what did he say? And I'll, I'll be like, one second. And I have to like run it back in my head three or four times. And then I can be like, yeah. okay, I think he said this. I, I don't know, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a lot of that last time. I, I don't it know. Was, just, it doesn't matter. It's fine. It's okay. Right. Just watch the cars it drive. Matter. It's just cool. The cars are driving. It's, it's just, just sh- 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 I don't know. I don't think it has Rose anything blood? to do with it. It's not important. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, These are cars, not sleds. I don't know. It is It is time for shout announcements. And then I plan on coming out of shout announcements swinging. So stick around. To get swinged at? To get swung to? Swang it. Swung it. Schlanger. 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 Australian uh, slang for penis. I looked it up. Cool. It's shout announcements time. Listen, it's shout announcements time. Uh, I heard. Next week. Yes, it's a grapevine. Next week, as we continue our Five for Fighting series. I'm not going to sing this time. As we continue our Five for Fighting series, we will be, this is ambitious, reviewing on Mini Monday and Mm -hmm. the regular episode, The Raid 1 Sorry, um, The Raid Redemption is what it's called. And cool. The Raid 2. Cool. And uh, that'll be mini Monday for The Raid Redemption because it's a shorter movie and then the full episode for The Raid 2. If you've never seen these movies, leave uh, the preteens at home. This is a graphically <laughs> violent series of movies. We didn't say that before Fury Road. Our bad. Our bad. 
these movies are insane, and I'm very, very pumped about talking yep. about them. So Doge has never seen either of them. I haven't. Pretty pumped about that. So tune in as we review The Raid 1 and 2 next week. While you're sitting at home waiting for our Raid episodes to drop, you can raid and review us nice. on the iTunes podcast store. That helps our show a ton. It's a great way for us to attract new listeners, a great way for you to reward us with some small kindness for bringing a small amount of joy into your life. Spotify also has ratings as well. You can give us the appropriate number of stars uh, over there on Spotify. I don't think you can write anything though. No, which is maybe for the better. It's for the best. I've seen the kind of it's nasty. Probably for the I've best. seen the nasty stuff you guys type. <laughs> Uh, if you want to see the nasty stuff that a lot of your community types, you can join Discord. Or you can uh, get on Nextdoor. Honestly, yeah. Nextdoor is pretty rough. <laughs> pretty hey, congrats on that sip, Jordan. That Thank looks you. delicious. It does look good. Um, I just took a cocktail class for her what? work oh, via Zoom and apparently has made cool. me a delicious beverage. What is well, it? That looks know. amazing. That looks amazing. It's brown. It's brown and has an brown orange town. feel in it. I think it's some type of old-fashioned. Seems old-fashioned. Seems like an old one. Join Discord channel. That is $5. And it still is and always will be. Only $5. You can join season three of Box Office Ball. That'll be next year. We are currently in wrapping up August for our season two of Box Office Ball with that fresh, fresh look. No, season three. This is season three. This is currently season three. This is season three. We've been around a long time. Wow. Yeah. Um, We saw this movie seven years ago. Literally, to pay $5 a month, you could talk to us every day. I'm not kidding. Many do. And it's one of my favorite places to go. On the $3 tier, uh, you get an extra vote, which you do. Obviously, everything's included on that $5 tier. But you get an extra vote in our vote series, and you get some Patreon episodes. Which, you get bonus. Shout out. I'm, I'm manifesting it. By the time this episode releases, our Sonic 2 episode will be Wonderful. done being edited. It will it. be posted. You will have all Sonic listened to it and loved it. Do. But yeah, we'll, we'll take that money, but we'll give you some good, good content from it. Make sure you tune in. Quick update. This is a Negroni. She has just texted me to let me I was, know. I was going to guess that. I should have guessed that. There you go. Hmm. Look like there was Campari up in there. Oh. Squid? No, that's California, Doge. <laughs> Calamari. <laughs> Here we come. <laughs> Calamari. Here we come. <laughs> you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger 
for the ones who get it done. I'm going to super pump now. Ooh, Do it. Finally, some positivity. I'm still, I'm still uh, sifting through the sand to find the exact words for this super pump. It's like a, it's like a moment emblematic of what I love. I'm going to, I'm going to spell out the moment in this movie and it sort of is like the collision of everything. Well, no, I do love Carter has just made a guitar hand, which of course we haven't talked about the doof warrior yet. We will. We will we'll talk about the doof oh warrior. My God. I, if it was called something else, I would be mad by the way. Yeah, no, it has Gotta to be, be the, the doof, doof warrior. warrior. Listen to me. I have a favorite moment in this movie. Talk what to is me. it? When ooh, I'm, I get chills talking about it. <laughs> when our crew rolls up in the war rig drives through the arch made of stone into the canyon pass. Furiosa steps out and uh, our friends on dirt bikes realize that she's not alone and she's being pursued by more cars than previously agreed upon. They get a little testy. And along with the rising of their anger also rises the song by Junkie XL called Brothers in Arms that begins with that like... Yep. <laughs> and then it has the I say this song sounds like an adrenaline rush. That's what an yeah. adrenaline rush yeah. sounds like. When it does the like, it's got all the like gun, 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 and then it's got this high like mm-hmm. oh, and then the dirt bikes are jumping over the war rig and dropping, throwing bombs down bombs. at it. Oh my and goodness. they blow the thing and we're high octane, high speed, Junkie XL's, I'm going to say it, masterpiece of a soundtrack, blaring. Yeah. It is colorful. Don't get me wrong. My um, Almost my super pump was our storm. The sandstorm. The slow motion, so the lightning, the car is flying. It's when just, it they, sucks the car up and then dismantles the car in the air and sucks all the war boys out. It's what? it's unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes when you have like 10% CGI, it's glaringly evident in a movie. Not here, baby. I thought people died and they kept it a secret. Yeah. There's so many, yeah, car flippings <laughs> that I'm like, that is the most realistic dummy that I have yeah, ever I seen in my life. Yeah. George Miller thought so too, by the way. He thought they killed a driver when he watched the dailies at one point. <laughs> he was like, oh, is he okay? And they're like, that's not real. It's <laughs> a dummy. Um mercy. The scale like of that Harrison moment Ford with the storm fugitive. is incredible. but And it's another one of the moments I'm talking about where the soundtrack's perfect and everything. Th- yeah. This is just one of many moments in this movie. But there's a thing in movies where everything comes together and it's like Thanksgiving when you get, you're like, you got sweet potato, cranberry, turkey, and a uh. little bit of mashed potato all in one bite. And it's like everything comes together in this scrumptious, perfect so moment. Hungry. Me too. That is this this canyon scene for me. And yeah. it's just, I, I don't know what to call it other than like the, the, the peak, the apex of movie magic. Was I sitting between y'all? So that, that we didn't remember. fight? <laughs> no, no, in the movie. Were we feuding? We were feuding. I don't remember, perhaps. There's, there's a thing, and let me know if I believe you would have experienced it in this situation. It's going to sound so creepy. I shouldn't have prefaced it this way. But for... The where guys wear, that I love where the most. Where you're wearing shorts. <laughs> for the people I love, for the, no, for the guys that I love the most, there is something I can only describe as like a thigh grab. Oh, yeah. for sure. Like, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm like, <gasps> yeah. And just like grab you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just all, it felt like there were so many moments where it was like every every thigh was accounted for. Yeah. Yes. Like someone's yeah. grabbed mine. And we're just like, oh my God. Yeah, make sure you we're snag all, a thigh. 
we're all holding on to each other. Dude, it's just I, I'm gonna call it I'm gonna call it movie magic just because I don't know what word to use here. It's the congealment, it's the it's the the cross section of these moments. They look good, they sound good, they feel good, they are good. It's just yeah. like it gets yeah. me so unbelievably pumped. This movie has it in spades, but first place for me is this moment in this canyon. And if if I could make my wake up alarm a video, it would be this scene. I can think of nothing I'd like to wake up to less than that Junkie XL track. I tried so driving funny. while listening to it today just to keep it fresh in my brain. And I, uh-huh. w- I looked down and all of a sudden I was going 386 miles per hour. Wow. I didn't know. Wow. I, my car Your teeth were silver. Yeah. Can't do that. Dude, it, it is. I, I'm done pretending that I don't just want to wax poetic about how incredible this movie is. It, can it's we so, it's talk so about our, our war beat? Our war drum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The rig that they created. Let's just talk about all the cars. That is, that is, <laughs> it is just prop. It is real. It's, this is it's real. a real thing. The guitar Has, really shoots fire. It weighed like 130 pounds or something. The way we also chose to shoot this, which by the way, shout out to the unseen cars of this film. <laughs> the ones filming all of yeah, the cars. Driving the cameras. Yeah. yeah. Holy moly. And everyone's committed. You can tell. Every bit of this is committed because it made a wonderful film. We're driving up. We've got the drums. Wow, so cool. It swings around to the front. Oh, the soundtrack is live. Oh, they what can hear it right too. Now is live. They, they've, whatever hat, helmet thing they've made for this wearing red, the only person wearing red yeah. is our guitarist. Mm-hmm. Who is this blind, wild albino piranha man? He is the doof warrior. Yes. Banging his leg and just playing this beat of like, he he has, this is, the, that is the blood bag. That is the pulse of the entire movie is that character. Yeah. Because he's, he is actually moving the narrative and the, I mean, and what's so funny and such a George Miller thing is to be like, doesn't this look amazing? It's not really a question, is it? It's, <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he's still this saying, looks this cool. looks amazing. Yeah. To do that, but then to have the callback and make it in a thoughtful moment of Nicholas Holt saying, witness me before he dies and gives his life for these people. That big explosion that brings down the arch and out bungees that sword again after, or not the sword, well, a sword guitar that bungees out in front of us and then pops back. He knew what he had. Which which he knew you wanted to see it closer and he just gave it to Mm -hmm. you. It's like the person that they were like, hey, I can get you pit tickets. And then at the end, they're like, you can come back. You can meet them. Yes, 100%. No, come on. Dude. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a green room. Get whatever you want. Eat. You can take some home. It's fine. They got no, jumbo yeah. shrimps. Come on. There, uh, actually, we're going to go out after you want to come with. There, sure. is, yeah. there is a gentle thoughtfulness to moments in this movie. Max finally giving his name after the closeness has been earned by the two of them. Yeah. Um, I think that there's something really sweet about him giving her his blood after this movie starts with his blood being taken from him against yeah, his will. It's his choice. He yeah. chooses to give the blood up for Furiosa. I love, so originally, I don't know if you saw this, um, I'm usually not the read up on trivia guy before we record because I like to be surprised by the trivia you guys read, but I love this movie too much. I had to read it. Did you see that originally this movie ended with Max on the elevator with them going up and Tom Hardy was the one that turned to George Miller and said, he wouldn't go. Yeah, dude, he wouldn't go. That's I not what that. he is. He's not. That. He's got to move on. Ah, yeah. in the midst of this crazy 
And I'm not going to pretend that this is some like Oscar winning script or anything that deserves to be lauded for the dialogue choices or anything like that. But the story is thoughtful and clearly made. It's this movie is like, um, here's our food metaphor. I'm also hungry, but we just like food metaphors here. This movie is like going to a steakhouse and getting the burger. Have you guys heard people talk about steakhouse burgers where it's like, the best burger you're ever going to have is probably at a steakhouse, but also yeah. there's steak. This is like the chef at a steakhouse coming out and being like, hey, I really want you to try this burger. And Just trust me. It's, yeah. not, it's not the thing that got them their Michelin star. It's not the thing that people are driving out of their way to get, but you eat it and it just outshines every other burger. That's what yeah. this is, right? It's this thoughtful, gentle moments sprinkled into this nonstop thrill ride of a movie. Yeah. And that is just one more. I'm not going to say it's the thing that elevates it above other movies. Yeah. It's one more ingredient. All of the usually clearly colored orbs that are going into my mind with my Inside Out crew. Sure. They're all tie, uh, tie-dye yeah. doing food. Yeah. <laughs> everything, yeah. is, everything is completely mixed because he is both blatantly and subtly creating stakes. Mm. Because I do believe he gets us more hooked and worried about the peril of Furiosa and the crew by giving us the little moments. One of the best action scenes is the first time Max and Furiosa meet. Yep. Yeah. When he still has fight. the thing on his face and now everybody's fighting him. You know, uh, what's, what's Holt's character? Nux. Nux. N- Nux wakes up and they're chained together. Like all of these stressful as heck moments. But we're still getting, you know, Tom Hardy is so incredibly emotive. Can you identify a more aggressive own. drink of water? In any movie. <laughs> and you can hose. see the dirt coming uh-huh. out of it too. It's like yeah. dirty at first. Yeah, wonderful. It's perfect. Just phenomenal. And I told Callie, I, uh, I, I, I slapped her knee and I was like, wait, 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 wait. Best warning shot in movie history right here. Yep. The right around her head. Yo, it looks so The so best scary. warning shot in movie history. It's so perfect. I think something that lends this movie a lot of its, maybe aggression is the wrong word. Maybe kineticism is a yeah. better word is how much of it is played back at like 1.1 speed. Yeah, right. 1.15 totally. speed, sometimes and even 1.2. it makes 1. Tom Hardy's like, signature wobble look very yeah, funny. Very wobble. <laughs> but so much of it is like, that's a little sped up. That's a little fast, isn't it? Yeah. George Miller has always done that. Yeah. From what I can remember. Mm-hmm. That's been one of his things that he does a lot. And what's funny to me, in Fury Road, which is this perfect, almost exactly two-hour movie, he's kind of like, but I get to do whatever I want, and this is a me thing. I'm not going to get rid of the action. I still want you to see this. I'm just going to speed it up. Yeah. Yeah. Need to see all of it. It'll still be here. Yep. I'm just going to speed it up. It's because he learned his lesson with Happy Feet. <laughs> finally. He finally, he learned, learned his lesson. Penguin, I mean, those real penguins, they just move so slowly that it's imperceptible to humans. He played it back at 10 times speed. <laughs> there, there is so much more to discuss with this movie, things that we've missed. We talked, you know, the guys on the, like, uh, the bendy poles is so cool. The way that they fight, all of their combat is geared towards vehicles. It's like yeah. it's the same as like knights used to ride with swords that were long enough to hit another rider because they knew they yeah. would be fighting on horseback frequently. Like war boys are, are essentially like automotive centaurs. It's just like <laughs> they're part of it. Bullet farmer pulling a bullet tooth out to shoot. Incredible. There's millions of things. It feels like it's endless. And, the, and then when he's blinded, oh, that's yeah. Cool. And then the two submachine guns. Just wasting bullets now because he's angry. I, I mean, here we are at the end. Sure. Chris Farleying again. Sure. Well, yeah. I think that's going to be sort of a consistent theme throughout this series. <laughs> that might I be this series. That's okay, though. I think there, there is just five something. for Farleying. 
We have the, hey, that's not bad. We have the consistency of the like cancer, radiation, poisoning, whatever it is that is causing these tumors. People's noses are falling off. Even Nux, who has his nose, you can see it's starting to separate up at the top. Like yeah. he's going to lose his nose like the, uh, what's the guy from the guzzoline place? Um, he's got like a false nose. Oh, the nipple essentially guy, like yeah. A, yeah, the nipple guy. He has a false nose that's essentially like a nose monocle. The man eater. Yeah, 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 that's right. Wow. Um, I just like, I don't know, man. This movie holds such a special, special place in my heart because it is, as far as action movies go, which uh, everything's on a different scale in my brain. They're, they're so subcategorized. And, but as far as action movies go, this is as close to perfect as I have ever oh, seen yeah. and likely will ever get in my lifetime. Yeah, yeah. And I long for the day that something beats this because I will lose my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doge, what looks cooler? So this is for both of you, but I think Doge is a big interstellar boy. Yes. What looks cooler? Massive wave coming, massive dust storm coming. Wow, what a question. I think the dust storm is cooler because it I think it keeps because it keeps going out. It prompted like when we watched Interstellar, I was like, whoa. And when the the dust storm came, I was like, Jess, are you seeing this? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no I have a water thing. It was terrifying. I'm terrified of water. <laughs> dust storm's scarier. Death Storm's cooler. When there's lightning in it, you're like, oh. The colors. What? All of a sudden, we have these purples and blues that we haven't had any of in the rest of the movie. We have purple, blue, red, orange, yellow. We have white in the lightning. We have this terrifying vortex, several terrifying vortexes all like, over. There's like four tornadoes in it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I want to kiss George Miller on the mouth. Yep. Who will be fighter number two in our five? Ooh. We got to make sure we do that. Who will join Ram Raju? I have my pick. I think I have my pick as well. Uh, as Doge ponders, in Five for Fighting, we are on this journey to pick our five for fighting. Essentially, who are the crew that more of our franchise films or American films need to pick out and learn from here? I mean, I, I got it. I'm ready. We started with Ram Raju from RRR. Yeah. Holy moly. So How did we cool. do it last time? Did we say, did we do it on three or something? I think, I think it was so? unanimous last time, so I'll go first. You want okay. me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Please. Furiosa. Yeah, mine too. Okay. I was going to say, so I was torn. I was going to say Nux. Okay. Just because most of Furiosa's actual fighting is driving a big thing, but now that you've said it, who does cooler stuff in this movie than Furiosa right. herself? Exactly. It's Furiosa. Who, it's, who is cooler in this movie than Furiosa? I am jumping fully, fully, fully on board with Furiosa. It is definitely Furiosa. Dude, our team is already Ram Raju and Furiosa. <laughs> Furiosa. Do we even need the other three? <laughs> I don't think we do. I don't think we do. Maybe what's best is at the very end of this series, we put together a team of five opponents from these movies Ooh. for them to face. And I feel that. We see if we think of that the combined, value, the combined forces, value. which might be a little bit of a dud because I think the good guys win in all of these movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they've already beaten the people. We'll figure something out. Maybe they got to fight yeah. like, uh, you know, uh, somebody. Oh, I thought strong. you were saying from like American action. Oh, no, no, no. They all have to each individually fight Hans Gruber. America against the world. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Chunkies, Chunkies, you don't even need that whole seat. You're only going to use the edge of it before while you we get wait too for far, us. Quick shout out. We mentioned it on Mini Monday and maybe even before this episode. We do know that Anya Taylor-Joy is confirmed to play a young Furiosa in uh, an origin film about Furiosa. I imagine directed it and written by, Yeah, directed and written by George Miller. Yep. 
So it's been trying he, to get this doing it for a again. while, but the Mad Max rights were super tangled up, and Warner Bros. was like, "If you Warner, if you make another one, we get to keep all the money from it." I and he was like, honestly, then I won't make it. Hate Warner Brothers. Like they're the most, to me, the most toxic film studio. As far as pretty rough. Like, as far as just like our way or the highway, and their way sucks and makes bad movies. Like. You know, I think it's because they when, saw early success with Harry Potter. Yes. It was one of the first, like, of the new millennium, one of the first big franchise yes. things. And so they're like, no, we're Warner Brothers. But those we, also we pretty much get know what worse people want. the more Warner Brothers puts their hands on them. Like, I know. There, there is a distinct, there is a direct line of correlation between how involved WB is with the production of a movie and how bad that movie is. And that's really frustrating because yeah. they have a lot of great properties that they are turning to dust. Yep. It's ridiculous. Let's rate Mad Max Fury Road on the scientific cinema scale, which is, of course, perfect. And as follows, the best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy it. That poster. The next best thing is going to be buy it. That's followed by rent it. And then stream it. After that is forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. How could this be anything but a poster? Yeah, it's, it feels like a waste of time to even give the whole scale. It's a poster. I'm buying the poster. Yeah, same. it's perfect. I was what lying about the day for night shots. I love them. No, I'm just kidding. I really don't like <laughs> they them. They look so good. good. You know it's, what? It's perfect. I, let's commit to each other. I bet, I bet that around the time of Furiosa, that Alamo Drafthouse would, is going to re-release Mad Max. Let's go see it again. Fury Road together. Yeah. Would you go see Fury Road with yes. me again? Yes. And that'll be the last episode of our podcast. <laughs> We're done at that point. It's over. <laughs> That's From it. beginning to end. <laughs> I did. I do have to say it was a bummer I didn't see it in IMAX when it came out. Oh, but This movie deserves yeah. an IMAX screen. It. Woof. Yeah. I had a friend, a good friend text me uh, who I know loves kung fu movies. And I was like, hey, you got to check out RRR uh, because we're doing this series on the podcast, doing like a bunch of action movies. And he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. And he texted me this morning and was like, dude, you were 100% right about yeah. RRR. It's incredible. Y'all are doing Fury Road next week, right? And I was like, yeah, we're doing Fury Road. He's like, cool. Can't wait to watch it. I've never seen it. Oh, your friend is in for a treat. Wow. The sweet, pure little eyes of my friend. Oh, be careful. Wow. Little eyes. What, Mad Max you haven't seen yet? <laughs> Jaws' moms used to sing that to you whenever you were watching uh-huh. like MTV or something. My mom would come in and see me watching Degrassi, and she'd be like, "Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see." And I'd be like, "Get out, mom! Trying to watch Stop. Aubrey Drake Graham roll around <laughs> <laughs> at the Going speed of sound." At the speed of sound. <laughs> My favorite Drake song. Tune in next week as we review on Mini Monday the Raid Redemption, and on our normal Tuesday episode. The Raid 2, if you haven't seen them, watch them. You're going to have to raid those subtitles, too. There's a whole lot of... What language do they speak in? A whole lot of raiding involved. It's Indonesia. Yeah, what language do they speak in Indonesia? Uh, I'm not sure. Anywho, it's in that language, so you're probably going to... I assume, maybe wrongly, that you're going to need subtitles. Yeah, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. And uh, if that's true, I would love to... uh, Know the name of the language spoken. Yeah. Hey, to end today's episode, I'd like for each of us to say our name and what vehicle we would drive if we were a war boy. It could be an existing vehicle or you could create a new vehicle from the ground up. For Two Chunks and a Hunk, I'm Jordan Wonders. And you know those adult tricycles? Yeah. One of those 
but with the tires of one of those combine tractors that like the tires <laughs> bigger than your house. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Just Love these it. massive tires. And my role would be lookout. I'm behind the crew, but I'm so cool. high up that I'm just driving with permanent binoculars. And my eyes would be, you could see in the lenses that my eyes were massive. That would be my look. It's like I'm driving and you just see these big blinks everywhere I look because these big circles of the binoculars are huge. Dope. And it would be just leaking oil constantly. So it's just jet black and shiny all the time because oil is just trailing off of it because it takes so much oil just to get it not to grind to a halt. Dope. And also... No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And also it has flames on the side of it. Yes, it does. I'm Josh. And at the time we went to see this movie together, if I drove myself, I would have been driving a 2006 burnt red Nissan Titan truck with a V6 engine. RIP, man. I know this. And four beautiful round wheels. And you'd take your new friend to Best Buy in it. (laughs) And that's what I'd drive in the wasteland. Uh, And it's, it's sneaky. Because everybody would see that car and be like, that's a really crappy car. I don't have to be afraid of that guy. But they do. Why? I love it. Because I'm mad doge. Because he's mad Mad doge. Fury, fury, fury residential road. Fury doge. I, uh, my name is Carter, first of all. I, Carter. I am Carter. And I'd be driving a DeLorean. Uh, Um, uh. And it's really because DeLoreans are not very high off the ground from like top of the roof. And my exhaust pipes would be, there'd be multiple because I'd be a big NOS boy. The exhaust Mm. pipes are spread out in a way to look like these hands that are ready to just accept something from the sky. Like these are these fingers. And what I do is I get under the big rigs and there's a lift with those exhaust pipe fingers that lifts the car up to stop them from from going any further. Incredible. As, as, really the, cool. as, as I'm oh. revving, like revving the engine out, there's just flames coming from these fingers to pick it up. We didn't even talk about the harpoon with the rake that stops them from going. Just watch yeah, it. Dude. It's so cool. Yeah, dude. know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done.